Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the NFL podcast Laces Out. Join myself, co-host Paul Williams and special guest Stuart Mancy as we get into last week's games and preview the upcoming games for this week. So here we go, this is CookieCast, NFL podcast Laces Out. So just to clarify, we're obviously doing generic cast first, yeah? Absolute generic podcast. Absolutely nothing on the agenda. I don't have an agenda. A political agenda, on the other hand. That's quite topical. (laughs) Definitely have a political agenda. There it is there. Going to the wrong place in the book. Don't do that, Andrew. You will definitely be talking about the wrong sport. The wrong sport ball. Why is Ed when you need it? He'd love talking about sports ball. He'll be at home. He is also uh, committed to helping on that Friday. What was the date again? 20th. So a week on Friday. It's fine. Where has the time gone? Speaking of time... Um, whose turn is it to do the intro? Hmm. Who's indeed? Welcome along, everyone. Hey. To Yorkshire's number one NFL-based podcast. Lace it out. I'm your host. You know me, I know you. Most because I watch you through your windows at night. Standard <laughs> response. My glamorous and glorious co-host. <sighs> Don't you just love it when you look at the second game of the week and you're already ahead? Uh, my glamorous and glorious co-host, Mr. Paul Williams. And Hello. Our resident drives all the way from Hull... Loves it. Loves, Isn't it loves, lovely? Loves being here in person. I do. Isn't it lovely? Mr. Stuart Wood Mansey. Hello. Hello to you, sir. Stu Breeze is gone this week. Stu Breeze is Stu no Breeze, longer. no more. Mm. I'd say I'm disappointed, but how could you be disappointed with that beautiful shirt? <sighs> I do. I, I do like the shirt. I have a little story about when I bought the shirt as well. Well, I mean, if that's not an opening to a podcast, I don't know what is. Let's do it. Go. I figured you guys, you guys would enjoy this one. So, because I'm an idiot, went uh, Christmas shopping on Black Friday, happened to uh, go to Meadow Hell, was it? Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. When I booked the time, definitely didn't realise it was Black Friday. Anyway, we had a busy busy time shopping, and uh, lo and behold, like, like an oasis in the desert, comes the NFL stand with all the different possible shirts. So I was like, oh, let's have a quick look at it. Just happened to be payday as well, didn't it? Mm. So they were offering the bargainous Black Friday discount of £5 off per jersey. <laughs> so I had a little word with the guy in the store. I was like, uh, you're doing the same discount as you're offering on your website? Because that was offering 25% off. Nice. To which, wow. he re- to which he responds with, which uh, which which jersey are you looking for? I was, like, I was looking at the uh, 
Phil Rivers uh, Chargers jersey. He's like, yeah, we can definitely do this discount off that one. <laughs> so basically, what he's saying is, if he just said the phrase Saquon Barkley's New York Giants jersey, probably not getting that. Maybe one. not. However, but he, uh, he 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 thought he, he you know he saw an opportunity to get rid of the old shelf warmer and thought this guy looks like he needs lighting <laughs> on his shoulders. Wow. Uh, well, like I said, like I said before, when you told us you'd bought it, I did say, oh, well, it's potentially going to be a collector's item after this year, so, you never know. Mm-hmm. So, so this anything, week in the NFL, eh? Anything out there in NFL week in history? In history? In the, the, the week that has gone. Oh, right, okay. I didn't know if you were talking about literally, literally like history. this week in NFL history, which would be a great segment to have. I mean, obviously, we need to start, would. We need to start that from next season. Too late in the season to start it now. It but, is, but it's not too late to have an idea. Um, big big shock in the uh, in the Superdome. Didn't, I don't think, uh, I certainly didn't see the uh, 49ers beating the Saints. I, I, I don't think many people did, but I might be wrong. I know one person that did. Oh dear. She's not in the room though, is she? No, and I think she may have been mocked for her choice. Yeah, but I believe she probably was. Oh, another week of double another week of double figures, kids. Um that was not the only upset of the week. Another right. team that I don't think anybody... Well, that, that's not true. All three people that predicted on this podcast definitely thought the Patriots were going to get beaten. But I think in general, you never think the Patriots are going to lose. Well, I don't know. There's just... there's. It's been... It's been clear for a couple of a couple of weeks at least well more than a couple of weeks so far but their offense is not they have been absolutely not panned for that not uh, clicking at all and nice to see that they're back in the news and up to their old tricks again yeah i still don't know really the full extent of this honestly don't get what it is because i i get little snippets from like the nfl pages and like things that you see and stuff so they've been caught spying again but I don't know if they have. Somebody said something about they've been spying on the Bengals. Well, that's who they're playing next. It's like... So it's like have, have, have they not seen this season? Have you seen the Bengals <laughs> play? They <laughs> were going to go very much out. I mean, it is, it is very strange, but... Belichick went on a radio show and said something along the lines of, as far as he's aware, they're fully compliant with all the league rules in in, in relation to but there's a preparation difference. and stuff like that. There's a difference between sticking to the rules and, like, <coughs> and gamesmanship, isn't there? Though? Yeah. Sport, well, yeah, sportsmanship and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's the unwritten rules of the, uh, of the, of the law. Well, I'd say the law, the laws of the game. and The etiquette of the game, if you will, I suppose. But... Just general life rule in it. Don't be a dick. Well, yeah, but you would I mean, think it's the same in it. Like, it's, it's the old adage of give your team as mu- as much of a chance as possible. And obviously, mm. if they know they're not, I know they're only playing the Bengals, but Christ, if they can't get anything going, like 
So as it as it stands anyway, it's the fact that they've had back to back losses, which is almost unheard of, and they lost at home mm. the that first was, time since twenty fourteen. I was going to say that was the first time in what thirty games or something, twenty three games. So I'm trying to work out how many seasons that would have been, and that's what the better part of twenty three. If, it, if it's thirty, that's the better part of eight, sixteen, twenty. So best part of four seasons, yes, that would make sense. Does it sound like it's probably come as a shock more to them than anybody else then, on that note? Because it's not like they were playing slouches in the sense they were playing the Chiefs, were they? So Yeah, but the Chiefs haven't exactly been great this season. They've been quite hit and miss. I mean, granted, Mahomes has missed games, but, I mean, the Saints, like, Breeze missed games earlier this season, didn't he? And Bridgewater still was able to get them performing. Also, at the start of that game, the Chiefs didn't look great at all. I well, think the, they had a couple uh, of three and outs. Uh, well, didn't doors. they? Didn't they uh, I think the Patriots scored first, and it was a case of, oh God, well we all know how this goes. And then they had that they had that score on their opening drive, I think, or very, 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 very early in the game, and then didn't do anything for the remainder of that first half. Mm. And then, yeah, it just it was a strange game from what I can remember watching it. Just the the, the Chiefs just sort of like. Yeah, they just really. I'm trying to. I was going to use a word afraid there, and it's completely just vanished out of my head. I was going to say negated, but I don't think that's what I want to say. Neutralized. Neutralized. That's what they did. The Chiefs just neutralized the uh, any sort of potential offense they had going, and stuff like that. So it was. Uh, yeah, strange game, mm. but delightful for the league as a whole, and uh, keeps the Bills still in with a chance of uh, yes, getting the top seed. Well, not the top seed, but the uh, league leader spot. So watch this space, I suppose. Very much so. Um, other than that. I don't know. I don't know if there was any other. I don't think there's been any other sackings, has there? Like, did I? Did you see the Jerry Jones thing? I didn't see anything about it this week. So Jerry Jones has said. Oh, actually, I believe that's one of the stats. So, okay. Uh, but Jerry Jones has passed comment on the Jason Garrett thing, and obviously, if you read between the lines of what his comment is, it's like, ah, right. Oh dear. That's not going to end well then. No, it isn't. Um, I've, I've, I've had a look on the NFL website. Well, I say the NFL website. The NFL app. Can't see anything that's that's jumping off the page. Apparently, Troy Aikman's looking at becoming a GM. Okay. But he doesn't want to become a GM of the Cowboys. Hmm. So I don't know if he's seen that, you know, John Elway's having a hell of a time. Like, just, just fucking up the Broncos or something. And he's just thinking... Yeah, I don't know, have a little slice there. Not this week. Uh, yeah. I uh, have aforementioned stats. Stats. Go for it, man. So, I'll just have a little recce. Uh, yeah, same. same. Uh, at this point in the season, I feel that the stats are very much in the same sort of area of numbers. Uh, this is the week 14 stats as provided to us by the stats mistress still doing her job Very just. 
uh, and provided to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. As we discussed before, her brother, nice. Number one. The Ravens became the first AFC team to sew up the postseason ticket for 2019 thanks to a hard-fought win at Buffalo. Currently on track to claim home field advantage, the Ravens are riding a franchise-best nine-game winning streak and have already set a team record for points, 409, in their 24-season history. Oh, and the Patriots lost, reinforcing the Ravens' perch atop the AFC standings. Speaking of... Number two, New England saw its 21-game winning streak at Gillette Stadium go by the boards in a 23-16 defeat to the Chiefs, who have won two of their last three visits to Foxborough. Despite their kit somehow beginning the day in New Jersey, the situation nearly created a potential forfeit per ESPN, but everything showed up in the locker room about two hours before kickoff. Obviously, there's a lot of, you're not telling me that, that just happened. There was a lot of, oh, I presume Belichick's put a little call in there and all this, that and the other, but... If those bags can just somehow go walk about... Yeah. I saw there was a thing that they had to like, hire buses, didn't they, to... Yeah, yeah. They, they said that they'd all driven it all across rather, yeah. than like, rather than risk flying it and so on, so... Number three, New England allowed just 61 points in its first eight games, but the Pats have been burned for 107 in their past five, three of those losses. Um, I think a few weeks back, we were sort of talking about the cracks that Mm -hmm. were clearly visible in the Patriots. Um, They've ridden that defence all the way up to this point, and the defence isn't getting the job done now. The offense hasn't been getting the job done for a long time, and literally, it is Tom Brady, Julian Edelman. There's very little other play going yeah. on in that team at the moment. Um, number four, Baltimore's Lamar Jackson joined Michael Vick as the only quarterback to rush for a thousand yards in a season. Jackson needs 23 more to break Vick's single-season record for the position. 1,039 yards in 2006. So, sorry, just just say that again. So, he's broken 1,000 yards. Mm. So, just having a quick look at the rushing leaders. Nick Chubb is officially a running back and has 1,281 yards. So, his main his only job is to run, run with the with football. The yeah. And he's only 200 yards ahead of a quarterback. Yeah. That's insane. Um, I don't know if I saw it in here or if it was something that was mentioned at the end of Red Zone. Talking about how this could be uh, a time where we see the old guard start to disappear. Because Brady's 41, 42 or something. Might even be older than that. Um, And he was saying, obviously, that Brady'd lost that week, whereas, like, Mahomes... I think <laughs> two other people he mentioned. I think I know what you're talking about. Are the, in the 20s. Well, he, basically, the point he, the point you made at the end of the show was that the, the so the Patriots have lost three times this season, all to the other AFC league, uh, league leaders. Yep. To so the, they've lost to Mahomes, who's 24, Deshaun Watson, who's 24, 
and Lamar Jackson, who's 22 or something like that, or he might even be 24. Um, so it's a, it's a case of like, in theory, you could be looking at three quarterbacks that are just going to rinse the AFC for the next yeah. 10 years. But you have to see what we suppose. Number five, was Sunday's 49ers Saints throwdown the contest we want repeated in the NFC's championship round? Robbie Gould's 30-yard field goal at the gun provided the final trio of the game's 94 points, capping a 48-46 Niners win. You said you raised the point about the Scorigami thing, didn't you? I did. Um, yeah, it's the 1,004. 53 or 58 unique score from Scorigami. Number six, Saints Marcus Williams infamously gave up the Minan. Try that one again. Oh, wait. I said I'll try it again. Minneapolis Miracle. Touchdown to end the 2017 season for the New Orleans. For New Orleans. Sunday, he latched onto 49ers tight end George Kittle's face mask, setting up Gould's game winning shot. Maybe we need to get Williams off the field at the end of the game. <laughs> Number seven, uh, Saints quarterback Drew Brees, first five touchdown passing games since 2014, leaving him with 537 in his illustrious career, now just too shy of matching Peyton Manning's NFL record. Number eight, Tom Brady threw his 536th career touchdown Sunday. He also ripped off a 17-yard run, his longest since 2014. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady scrambles for first downs. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Despite wins on Sunday, the Jets, Chargers and Buccaneers were eliminated from playoff contention. So were the Jaguars, Panthers, and Redskins. Great, who, great choice of. Uh, I was going to say, who, who, who were the first three that you said? The, the, the Jets, Chargers, and Buccaneers. You've got a Jets jersey, haven't you? I have. Go stick it on. Do it. Do it now. It's red as well. Do it now. It's red. I also have a Jets jersey. I could have brought that as well. Never mind. Number ten. Here's one that I certainly didn't see coming. Tough loss for Seattle which lost the NFC West lead. The inside track for the first round by and potentially running back Rashad Penny, who suffered a knee injury Sunday night that seemed likely to keep him out for a while. The Seahawks are a solid team with two superstars, Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, and a penchant for pulling wins from the fire. Number 11, quarterback Delvin Duck Hodges, continues to not kill the Steelers. Committing just two turnovers in his five appearances, four of the victories, Mason Rudolph was picked off nine times in nine games this year. That's all right. That's not too bad. One a game. You'd accept that. Mm. Look at Jameis Winston throwing picks like they're going out of fashion. He is the most baffling quarterback I've ever he known. He really is. He can, he can throw ten picks in a game. But be like 500 yards and four touchdowns. Just outrageous. What? Number 12. New Colts kicker Chase McLaughlin 
uh, converted two field goal attempts Sunday. It was the first time in a decade that someone other than Adam Vinatieri drilled a th three-pointer for Indianapolis. Number 13, I've already mentioned this and now it's time to talk about it. Meanwhile, while Jerry Jones is confident Jason Garrett will be coaching in the NFL next year, quote-unquote, we're all confident someone else will be coaching Jones's Dallas Cowboys in 2020. Dallas is now 0-6 this season against teams that currently have winning records and 0-7 when trailing at half-time in 2019. Oh dear. Just linked with that, apparently the Cowboys have uh, made a change, haven't they? Brett Maher's no longer the kicker. He's been cut and they've brought in Kai Former. Really? As a new, cook, as a new kicker. 14. On Sunday, the Broncos led the Texans 38-3 in the third quarter before Houston reeled off 21 unanswered to make the result quasi-cosmic. No, quasi-cosmetic. -co I mean, I don't know. In a revenge game, no one talked about Broncos DB Kareem Jackson. He spent his first nine seasons in Houston, returned a fumble 70 yards for a touchdown against his ex-teammate, staking Denver to a 14-0 lead. It didn't come close to relinquishing. He also made 11 tackles. Freaking monster right there. It's pretty good. 15, the Titans may... Oh, no. The Titans might have a nice set of triplets on their hands in quarterback Ryan Tannehill. I mean... Did anybody ever think that that would be the start of a sentence? <laughs> uh, running back Derek Henry and wide receiver AJ Brown. Only problem is that Brown, a rookie, is the only one currently under contract for 2020. Still, assuming they can crack the AFC field, the Titans now look like the team you don't want to see in the wild card round. And with two games left against the Texans, the Titans control their fate. They are now six and one, an average 31.4 points. Since Tannehill replaced Marcus Mariota, obviously I saw bits of that game and it was like, what the hell's going on with Tannehill these days? He seems to have turned over a new leaf now that he's uh, in Tennessee. Strange. Very strange. Right. I'm going to have a run at this one. 16. Hello, Olamide Zach House. Zacchaeus. Yeah. That's Falcons running. The Falcons, Falcons receiver. receiver hold a 93-yard touchdown Sunday. The longest in league history on a player's first career catch. It was also the longest of Atlanta's Atlanta quarterback Matt Ryan's 12-year career. 17, the Dolphins were 0-6 in the red zone Sunday. And kicker Jason Sanders accounted for all 21 of their points with seven field goals. Jesus Christ. Wasn't quite enough in a 22-21 loss to the slightly less lowly Jets. Number 18, Jacksonville has lost five in a row by a collective 117 points. Obviously it wasn't Minshew Mania at the weekend. It Nine. was. It was. He was just cheap. <laughs> yeah, the mania bit was missing. It was just Minshew. 19 and final one. Congrats to Buccaneers quarterback Ryan Griffin. Amazingly, he is a six-year NFL vet, but hadn't played in a regular season game until Sunday. 
and completed two of four passes for 18 yards. Hopefully that's enough to finally qualify for a varsity letter. Ryan Griffin. Buccaneers quarterback. Did Jameis go off at some point? I presume so. I mean, it said he only had four passes. Jesus. 18 yards. I would have thought we'd have got the stat about how many quarterbacks have started games. <sighs> yeah, that, that could be interesting. It could be end of the season. That that number's going to be ridiculous. That's, that could be padded a little bit because you might get some teams who want to see what they've got because they're not in the playoffs and so like that. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? That concludes our... Stats. Stats for the week. I have a couple of random out there ones. Seeing as Go. You know how we always talk about, like, has to be the most randomly defined statistic? Yeah, the, the NFL loves mm. a good Love nonsense statistic. statistic. So, speaking of nonsense statistics, oh, two of them caught my eye this week. So, it said that Garoppolo and Breeze both had 349 passing yards and they were playing against each other on Sunday. Wow. Interesting. That's only the third time that's happened with opposing quarterbacks since 1950. I mean, where do they get it from? There's there's one guy who knows that that's happened twice before and he's like, it's my time, it's my time. It's it's the American (laughs) Paul, isn't it? (laughs) But the, um, the, the award for most randomly defined statistic, I think, goes to the man of this jersey. So it was... Philip Rivers recorded the highest passer rating by a quarterback on his birthday. I mean, just, <laughs> just go away. I read that and I was like, yep, I'm, I'm going to hang on to that one. <laughs> Apparently, there's some on-the-field footage or audio because he was mic'd up for the game on Sunday. I think this is the thing that Matt sent us, isn't it? Apparently, like, I can't remember, I can't who it is, but there's a guy for uh, Yannick Ngokwe, I think it is, for the Jags, Jags, who tackles him as he's as he's throwing the ball. Did he wish him happy birthday as he took him down? No, he didn't. So obviously, Rivers completes the catch, and then the receiver takes it to the house. So basically, Ngokwe nails Rivers, then helps him up, and as he's helping him up, Rivers basically screams in his face. Nah, you had touchdown. Nah, you had touchdown. And then Ngakwe just goes, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't be screaming in my face. And he's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like in the grand it scheme of things, it, it didn't even matter because neither of them were going to the playoffs. So, and he's just going absolutely wild because he's just throwing a 90 yard touchdown. And the guys helped him up off the floor and they're just going, whoa! Right in his face. It's so bizarre. I don't be like... Yeah, you just like... Push him Drop back. kicked him back down or something, wouldn't you? Speaking of playoffs. Oh, yeah, baby. It's a little bit of playoff fantasy oh, football. A little bit of playoff fantasy football. Now, I don't want to jinx it, but can can someone can someone smell a trophy coming? They <laughs> said it out Not loud. Not our now. league, no. Said it out loud, no. Not our league. The mini league. Yeah, I've 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 already said that. I, even even if I win it this season, I can't I can't buy the trophy because it's, well, no, it's too. Well, no, our unfair. league is in a catch twenty two position because if you win and then buy a trophy, you'll never hear the end of it. Correct. If you lose, you don't want to buy 
the person that beat you a trophy. <laughs> so we will never get a trophy. Uh, I might just buy a trophy. What I might do is I might buy a trophy and have it for this season as the runners-up trophy. So there's a trophy for the league, but I don't get it. No, because if you win, that'll be even worse. Because you're like, I won, but thanks for trying. There you go. That'll Participation be... trophy. Yeah. Oh my God, I should buy you all Let's medals, all shouldn't get I? get one. Here's... Here's joint runners-up medals. You should buy some medals for having to put up with your ego for the following. Oh season. yeah, whatever. Don't don't you dare. Are you comparing me to Liverpool? <laughs> oh no, because yours at least had only been a season previous, not the season thirty years ago. That happened. Oh, um, once you drop into the playoffs, <clears throat> for anybody that doesn't know, you have to play the same person two weeks running. And then it, you you bracket changes, and then you play the next person two weeks running. So for the people that go to the proper proper playoffs, uh, they'll play each other for two weeks. The people that drop out of the first round of the playoffs, they play each other. Um, and obviously, I mean, other stuff happens in the league when you when you're up at the top. It doesn't really matter. Does it? Yeah, rub it in. Go on. Oh, sorry, Stuart. <laughs> sorry, I forgot you were there. Um, what a dick. Speaking of what a dick, um, in my game against James, um, there is four points in it. I did see that yours was going to be a close one. It, it was. It just. I hate it because all the way through it, it was like the scores were going up and down, up and down, up and down. But at no point did it go. You're going to lose. It just kept going. Uh, you're going to win, but only by two points. You're going to win, but by six points. You're going to win by one. Point. You're going to draw. At no point did it drop below, and I'm like, okay, cool. The players I had left to play, I had, like, Wilson. I'm like, oh, yeah, go get, get a few points there. Yeah, yeah, Now, as, as we mentioned, the Seahawks got beaten at the weekend. Um, and the, the thing where I was like, what's James doing putting Tannehill in a quarterback? <laughs> Obviously knowing exactly what he's doing, apparently, because, you know, Tannehill's apparently good these days. I mean, what is that? Um, so at this point in time, our first round ended with Mr. Cook posting a score of 74. Cheers, Mike Evans. Oh, that's unfair. So I was sat, we had Red Zone on, we had people around, and I was like, the fuck has gone on here? And I was like, what, Mike? Red Zone is about to jump to the Buccaneers game and we're about to see Mike Evans score a 61-yard touchdown. And they were like, what? I was like, well, he's just gone from zero points to 12. At which point they went, oh, we're just going to take you to the Buccaneers game. I was like, here we go. Didn't realise that at the end of his run, pulled a hamstring and went off injured oh. not to return and is now out. Yeah. So it was one of those. I got 12 points from one play. But no more points for that position for the rest of the game. Was that quite early doors as well? Yeah, yeah I thought I it was. was. Like, man. Well, I sent a message to the group that, mm. was, that was just, fuck. <laughs> Mike Evans. Fuck. I think it was, fuck. Mike Evans. Um, it's all right. It's not like I had him in both leagues. Ooh. Um, James has posted a very respectable 78 points. So he is four points ahead, but as I said, we've got a week to play. At this point in time, I don't have a defence in. 
and uh, I am still showing has having Mike Evans in, so no surprises that the projected score is that James will win. I do think that James is going to win this. He's got a very good team there, and he is. I don't think I can make up the score that he is projected. Uh, so I do see me going out of the playoffs where I will have a little cry. Well, strange things have happened. You do have the added benefit of the person who designed the algorithm for the projections being absolutely full of shit, however. It's never right. It's never right. I don't know if that's a dig at me. No, it's not. It's a dig at the, the projections being absolutely nothing. That's, um, that's ESPN experts you're talking about there. Jumping over to the big game, as some might say, uh, the league leader, Mr. Paul Williams, going up against the stats mistress. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of real estate in this game, kids. Uh, the stats mistress has got 86 points at this point in time. Score. It's a good score. It's certainly better than anything I posted. Mr. Williams has a monstrous 110 points already. Uh, I, I think we have to admit at this point that we're prob nobody is probably catching Paul. I think the trophy that we're never going to see is well and true. No, because I will get <laughs> shafted by the, uh, it's week 16. Shut up, laptop. It's week 16 and 17. We'll just rest all of our players. Absolutely. So, You're walking that a... dangerous tightrope. You you must have played more quarterbacks this season than anyone else. Well, that's it, because I had Ben Roethlisberger yeah. at the start of the season and he got injured. And so I've had to just stream my quarterback all through all yeah, the season. since then, you've been, I, I'm like, was he playing a different quarterback? Let's put it this way. If I win the league, I'll have earned it. And if you listen really closely back to this recording, you'll hear the sound of Paul blowing his own trumpet there. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Just a, <laughs> no, it was that noise that we heard just about... Fifth thirty seconds early. <laughs> uh, like me, uh, I don't think the stats mistress can pull that one back. I'm afraid. Um, most dangerous man in the league is taking on Matthew Moore, currently winning. Uh, Stuart, you are taking on the Sinbin. Uh, Sinbin's only member, Tim Lacey. Uh, at this point in time, he is winning and is projected ever so slightly more than you. Yeah, there's some in hindsight bad decisions this week. It's cost me. It's just but, the way it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, everybody's least favourite team is going up against Mr. Phil Walls. Uh, unfortunately, at this point in time, the least everybody's least favourite team is winning. And again, like Mr. Williams, there's a lot of real estate there. Uh, Phil is posting one, two, three, four empty slots at this point in time but apparently has a billion players on his bench, so I presume he just hasn't moved them into his lineup. I've just seen the last game. Have a look at the score that Rob is up by, and have a look at the projections. Ooh. If that, so if that comes in, he wins by one point against a team that isn't even manned. Oh, and our lowest, our lowest in the league, Mr. Rob Rafter, is going up against the unmanned team. So, as correctly pointed out, he has got 87 points, the unmanned team's got 83, but the projections are Rob to score 83 points and the unmanned team to score 86. So, like Paul's just pointed out, if that comes off, he'll win by one point. Um, I mean, I presume that there's like a jiggle around for the lower lower places of the league. Um, yeah, there will the, be. After this week's games. Yeah. 
So if you win, you go up a bracket. If you lose, you fall down a bracket. I will be playing Leanne for the runner-up trophy. Whatever that's going to be. No, it's just... Well, well, I suppose it technically is a runner-up trophy. I don't know what you class it as, really. Third, fourth place. That's it. It's all right, because uh, in, in my other league, it's... Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Rob has... That's it. Twice as many points as oh me. Oh so I'm also going out of the playoffs in that league. Oh if I can, if that. I can pull it round and Matt can pull it round, or even if we don't, we both don't. I could end up playing Matt again then as well. Looking oh Potentially, yeah. What we like to do here on Laces Out, the Yorkshire and sometimes UK's number one NFL podcast. Don't want to, you know, don't want to blow our collective trumpet. Certainly not on camera, um, <laughs> but damn, it's a damn fine podcast. What we like to do is we like to, me and Mr. Williams go up against each other, uh, week on, week on, where we try and take each other out with For a nice rifles. steak dinner. Um, also, to just liven things up a little, we also add a guest. Often that guest is here, often they are not. Last week, the stats mistress posted her... Um, her picks to the uh, to the mailbox. We pick those up. We put them in. Out of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. No surprises. Sixteen games. Mr. Williams. Yes, mate. Nobody got less than double figures this week. Excellent. So I reckon you and I tied. Twelve did not tie. You and I did, however, beat the guest. One of us beat the other person. Now, I can never tell. I reckon the way you've delivered it means that you did better than I did this week. You would be correct. Uh, All I can say (laughs) is thank you, Atlanta Falcons, and thank you, Denver Broncos. And As yeah, if you pick the Broncos. I what a ridiculous pick that is. Uh, 10 for the stats mistress, 11 for your good self, and 12 for Mr. Cook. I believe that is now starting to make a little bit of a pull away for this man here. We will certainly find out at the end of the season who wins. The guest always does very well. Uh, no for, a long, for a long time it was neck, neck and neck, especially when the guest used to get two picks. Um, we are now week 15. Oh, it two weeks ago after this week. Me Not good. Sad. We've got a whole host of games. Some so, of them good, some of them not so good. More often than not, not so good. We have myself, my glamorous co host, and we have this week's guest in the form of. Stuart Hello. Just trying to work out what when the last week of the season falls in relation to that day that's quite close. Yeah. Because yeah. theoretically, we should podcast on like Christmas Eve. Not happening. No, it's not. <laughs> so clearly not happening. We might have. A gonna bit of gonna put it out there. Christmas Day. Probably not happening. Going to put it out there. Boxing day. Probably not happening. Yeah, we might we might struggle that week. 
Sounds like a lack of dedication to me. I'll tell you what, what I'll do is I'll... Uh, Phone it. I'll record something and just send you the file. Mm. Or, what you want, if, if you could do the idea that you, we had before, I'll just basically create a soundboard... Well, and you can funny, painstakingly go through it and pick out the words you need funny, to put a, a sentence like, of me together. Oh, I'll record something and send it in. I was going to say, and then I will use my editing skills to make you say some very colourful questionable, <laughs> questionable stuff. I mean, I, I, I hear he's racist these days. No, no, Andrew, this isn't the football podcast. Um, week 15 of the NFL 2019 season. We kick off. This is as per. Don't even bother. Pickums. Don't even bother with the first game. No one needs to discuss it. We all knew what we were all picking. Well, well at this point, of Pickums. <laughs> at this point in the season, as Stuart just pointed out, there, Pickums has given this game a hundred percent of picks for the Ravens. So it's in Baltimore as well. I mean, I mean, could could honestly this, could I'd we love s- to see the Jets win this? I think everyone would, but. Could, shits and giggles. could we see as a person who has Ravens people in their lineup? I'm quite happy for them to get absolutely shedded. <laughs> shedded. Can it? Could this be a fifty burger? And the rest, fifty five at least. But will it though? Because if they get that far up, they'll just be like, "Oh, Mr. Jackson, take a seat, young man." I was just about to say they're good. They're definitely going to bench. Lamar, <laughs> care to ride the pine with me, sir? <laughs> Definitely going to bench him for this. They should. I think it'll be early doors as well. It could be like <laughs> if they get uh, up. By, right, let's put this through the second if, half. If they get up, if they're up by four touchdowns, there's absolutely no need for him to play any more of the game. So it should be Griffin who, who, who comes in. Mister Moore will have been a happy man after last week on the oh. basis of cut, like this week. Mark Andrews, pull your finger out. Even. I presume I'm writing Ravens in all of these. Bonkers. Yes, please. You are mad. This has got jet. When I said a jet. fifty burger, I meant a, a Jets fifty burger. Absolutely. Oh, I, I need to be careful when I say that around you because apparently you take that as red in my predictions sometimes. I'm sure you said that I picked the Bengals the other week. You absolutely picked the Bengals. This is fucking nonsense. Absolutely. I will. I will go back and defend and to the death. I will play that to you. I can tell you word for word. It was. I mean, they've got to win a game at some point, and I think it's this week. Although it's just a week too soon. True. Technically. Uh, the Seahawks versus the Panthers. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting Thanks, the Thanks, Carolina. Thanks for coming. But uh, you uh, definitely have uh, shat the bed this season. I mean, there's, there's something seriously wrong with that team. Um, I yes, I believe it's, uh, it rhymes with uh, Mile Ballon. I would probably set fire to that team and just walk away. Well, it's already on fire. It's the dumpster fire that yeah. it just yeah. continues to shine. Anybody else joining me with those Seahawks? Please. Yeah. Okay, so, so far, everything's looking very safe. Rosy, rosy. I think that's probably going to be the same this time. So, right? the next game, you want the Bengals again, yeah? <laughs> so... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here we go. Here they're, at, they're at home. Has, has everyone, um, uh, you might not have heard this. You probably will have. The phrase, we're on to Cincinnati, came after the after the uh, Patriots, I believe, might have even had a humbling 
at home on a Monday night football where they got absolutely trounced by the Chiefs, strangely enough. And then they were on to Cincinnati because it was a case of that game's done, we'll forget about it. We're on to Cincinnati. We're just thinking about Cincinnati now. I would be a hard have to be absolutely mental to, to pick the Bengals. This is all sounding very familiar to me. So <laughs> But Here it comes. The week that I didn't pick the Texans I mean I'm absolutely picking the Patriots by about eighty five points. The the Patriots will absolutely smash them. This is in a kind of weird way, this is where you sort of think scheduling the the, the They've kind of put this on as a bit of a gimme, really, haven't they? They've probably thought the Patriots are going to be struggling a little bit down the stretch. They probably need a bit of a helping hand because they can't get to the uh, Super Bowl run because you know they're such a weak, weak franchise. They never this, do very well at all this season. They're, uh, they're so, so they've put this little, uh, this little gimme in for them right towards the end of the season, just to sort of like you know bump along a bit. So bit Patriots, of, bit of a morale booster. Yeah, basically, big Patriots win. Shoot. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah. Uh, no Patriots, please. 3% of people still think they I'll, uh, I'll take Mr. Brady for a rushing touchdown. Oh my <laughs> word. After his scrambling last week. Maybe it, maybe it got to him. Maybe it's like, oh, I can't like that. Right, you've done it now. I'm going to have to find out when the last time he scored a rushing touchdown was. I thought you were, I thought you were instantly going to look up the odds on it happening. <laughs> um, I've got here the Buccaneers versus the Lions. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I've gone Buccaneers. Same as these. Yeah, this is clean sweeps all around so far. Well, this is going to be interesting for the scores. It's alright, because I'll be able to pick the Broncos shortly. The Bears versus the Packers. Bay of Green for me, please. As it is for me. All Packers, Brewers. Packers, please. Broncos versus the Chiefs. Chiefs. I've also gone the Chiefs. Me too. <laughs> this is boring, lads. <laughs> now then, the Dolphins versus the Giants. Giants for me, please. And me. It's a bit. Do you know what? Ooh, ooh. Here we go. First change. Dolphins, the Giants are fucking terrible. It's because they, yeah, uh, it's because they don't use that, uh, that. That what's that guy's color? Uh, oh, Eli Manning. The, uh, the, the. Oh, that's right. The number one draft pick in oh, oh, no. football, oh, no. running back Saquon Barkley. He's not happy. But apparently they were like, oh, we don't need him anymore. He's not happy. Fucking bullshit. The Bills versus the Steelers. Bills for me, kids. Bills also. So apparently, if uh, Tom Brady scores a rushing touchdown, what'll be the first time he's done it this season? It also won't be the second time he's done it this season. Apparently, in the game against the Giants earlier in the season, he scored multiple rushing touchdowns. Mm. That's just because he's like, yeah, so 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 my dick. Because <laughs> it's the Giants. So so, so what? <laughs> Um, sorry, we were discussing Bills, Bills, Steelers. This is a tough one. 
because the Steelers are at home and have been playing well, and obviously the Bills are coming off a loss. Yeah. I think the Bills have just got a little bit too much from them. And, obviously connected with the uh, Bengals win, obviously this will push the Bills to level with the Patriots and would make the interesting end of the season. Obviously the Bengals are going to lose. So. Texans, Titans. Titans for me, please. Texans, please. Really? Yeah, can't, can't see them having two bad performances in a row. I've gone Titans. I do, I do think that the Titans are on a good run, but at the end of the day, they are still the Tennessee Titans. This is not what they do. Personally, I hope you're right. Eagles versus the Redskins. Pass. Okay. I've got Eagles. I, said, I just don't want anything to do with this game. Uh, the Eagles will win and you'd imagine take hold of uh, number one spot in the uh, NFC East I guess I've, despite the fact that they screwed me last week in fantasy I've got the Eagles as well the Browns versus the Cowboys long way to travel I've got Browns I will also take the Browns good game that last week Enjoyed that. The Jaguars versus the Raiders. Two teams that are in very, very bad form at the minute. I'll just give the edge to the home team, so I'll have the Raiders, please. And I believe it's the last ever game to be played in Auckland. As the Raiders are obviously due to move. So... I think I, I imagine they'll want to go out with a bang. Let's hope that's not literally. Shoot. Uh, also gone, Raiders. Black hole, baby. Rams versus the Cowboys. Oh my, it doesn't get easy for the Cowboys, does it? Fucking hell. Jesus. I mean, they, they can't keep losing games, surely. They absolutely can't. They're the Cowboys, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, but the Rams are a bit. The Rams are. The Rams, the, the Rams are playing better. The Rams but they've are still a lot definitely better that. than they were. Todd Gurley's running like in right the old Todd Gurley as well, isn't he? So mm. tough one. I I've, I'll have the Rams just to shade it. I've gone with the Rams. Me too. Falcons forty niners. <laughs> does, does, does anyone care? Forty niners, big time. Same for me. Yep. And 99% of Pickens agrees with us all as well. Vikings charges. Vikings. Same here, I'm afraid. Yep, same again. And finally, the Colts versus the Saints. Mr. Breeze all the way. Same here. Same for me. So... There could be some struggles. Have you picked the exact same things across the board? I think we might have done. So we need a way to separate. Um, the very first game on the Pickham's thing. Um, you have to do a, a, a score. Yeah. I've gone Ravens to win by 14. 
right I'll put 14 at the top there uh, I'm gonna go 21 you want a little bit of this option just just in case two words 50, 50 burger. burger what will the difference in score uh, I reckon I honestly think they could win by 30 plus you know, 30. if it's more than 30 you'll win that anyway so yeah. maybe. That brings us to the end of the predictions. Unless anybody has anything pressing, it also brings us to the end of this week's NFL podcast. Nothing particularly pressing for me, just obviously congratulations to Shu on his wonderful purchase. Yep. Second second one, I'm sure, the, uh, if Sarah's listening to this, definitely won't be anymore, but they definitely will at some point. I love that it's uh, it just says charges Charge. as well. Like your future proof, do you mean? No, no, Aside as in, from the fact it's got a guy's in, name on the back. But no, yeah. as in literally, that could be from two seasons ago or three seasons ago when they were still in San Diego. Yeah. Technically. That's maybe why the guy was so eager to shift it. He's like, oh yeah, we can get rid of that for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we can do something. Because it's definitely not this season's shirt because it hasn't got the 100... Yeah, thing on the NFL logo. But then I think you have to pay a lot more for them. I, gen- I yeah. genuinely think the only way that guy would have been any more shocked is if I'd have walked up and gone, nah, got any Bengal shirts going? Yeah, there wasn't any on the stand at all. I'm looking for. We've a- got we've got loads of anti dolphin ones for some reason. I'm looking for a dolphin shirt. Have you got one? Of them? That was quite a lot of them. That was quite a lot. Ryan. Did they say Landry on the back? And everyone was like, mm. <laughs> Oh, I've got one of them. <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think we'll call it a day there. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in once again. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> it's fine. Bye-bye. So there you go, then. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one in the bag. Another week closer to the Super Bowl. More playoff action going on. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be seeing the rest of the playoffs. But uh, how about you? How are you doing? YouTube watchers, make sure you YouTube subscribers. Check us out over there. Drop us for uh, likes and shares and all that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out there and send us some love. So that's it. And until next week, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Bye-bye.